Whoop, whoop, whoop. So many exciting things to tell you. I'm going to keep it short and simple. Number one, my book is now free, a digital version of my book, Building Simple Habits to a Healthy Me. You can just sign up and get it for free. Number two, come and say hello on Instagram. I'm having fun on Instagram doing exciting reels. Number three, I have four amazing packages for my Positively Healthy program called Magical May exciting exciting if you want to find out more book a call and let's chat and lastly remember radiate and renew four simple habits simple but mighty habits is starting may the 15th so come and sign up for that are listening to Fit and Fabulous with me, Dr. Alina Kerrick, pediatric doctor turned weight loss coach. I help busy, ambitious mums overcome the frustration of not losing weight. I teach them to eat and live healthily, to look after themselves and feel fit and fabulous. If you want to lose weight by eating healthily, I invite you to sign up for my free roadmap, Three Easy Steps to Weight Loss for Busy Mums. Just go to my website, drorlina.com, that's dr. O-R-L-E-N-A dot com and you'll find it on the homepage and in the sidebar. If you're interested in working with me as a weight loss coach, you can find out more and book a chat by going to the coaching tab. I also have a healthy recipe service, My Kitchen Miracles, that I created for my clients and have now opened up for everyone healthy recipes that will support your weight loss goals and provide your family with healthy, tasty foods. You can find out more in the My Kitchen Miracles tab. Good morning, wonderful people. Welcome back to Fit and Fabulous with me, Dr. Alina Kerrick. Today, we're talking about the magic of gratitude. My goodness, it feels like it has been ages since I sat down and recorded a podcast. So what has been going on? I have been to Pisa with my school friends. Pisa's not very far from us. It's about an hour's flight, but I just popped over for a couple of days last week and it was wonderful. Just fabulous to get away from routine, my amazing life in Spain and appreciate a little bit of Italy, eat too much pasta and pizza and hang out with my friends and just relax. And two days, it felt like a really long time at the time, but actually now it feels like a blink. And I look back and think, oh my goodness, I've been back for over a week. And then the weekend after that, We have this big swim here. Now, you know that I love swimming in the sea. It's October, guys. Swimming in the sea in October, the water is a little bit more fresh than it is in the summer. Although, actually, the water temperature isn't that different. The difference is that when you get out, there isn't a huge, great sun shining on you. So this race is seven kilometres, which would probably take me, I don't know, around two and a half hours, perhaps a bit longer. And that is too much for me to do in the sea at this time. I think I would turn into a little ice block. So I decided to volunteer and I was a kayakista. Uh, I was on a kayak and what we had to do was just stop the swimmers basically swimming out to sea to keep them on the route because it's all open water. So that was super fun and I really enjoyed it. A totally different experience. I had not really done much kayaking before but I am keen. I want to do more kayaking. It was wonderful although I guess I'm going to have to wait for next summer to do a little bit more. 
So what else has been going on? I sent out a survey to you guys. Well, I sent out a survey to people who were on my email list and I realised that perhaps you guys who are listening aren't on my email list, in which case, why not? Because if you sign up, then you get to keep in contact with me and I realised that I should probably have one that's just for the podcast and I do, but I don't know what the URL of it is. But if you go to my website, drorlina.com, so that's D-R-Dot-Orlina, O-R-L-E-N-A.com, you will see that there's lots of opportunities to sign up. And my gift that I'm giving out now is three easy steps to weight loss for busy mums. And if you sign up, you get a PDF and I'm going to sort out the email sequence that goes behind it and tells you a bit more about what I'm doing. So... If you sign up there, then you will keep in contact with me and I will tell you when I have more surveys. The point about the surveys is I want to get to know you guys and what you want to find out about, what you're interested in hearing more about. So from that survey, this is what people told me they wanted to hear about. Mediterranean style diet. Well, I am all about that. So I will record another podcast more about Mediterranean style diet and competitions. Somebody said competitions, which made me go, oh my goodness, how on earth can I do competitions? So this is what I thought I would do. I thought I would do start with a small competition because I have to confess, competitions make me feel a bit like, oh my goodness, what am I going to do? And I thought, what can I give as a competition? Well, you know what I'm best at? I am best at coaching. I am about showing you how you can inspire yourself and do things and make changes. So that's really where my strength is. And this is what I thought. If you leave a review on iTunes or whatever app you use, and a good review, please. I'm not going to uh, enter you for my competition if you leave a bad review. Although, why are you listening if I leave a bad review? I suspect that you want to leave a good review. So if you leave a good review and then email it to me, out of all of those people who do that, I will pick one or two people, I'll randomly do it with some random number generator, and I will offer you a an hour's coaching session. And you know what? I charge $300 for an hour's coaching. So that's not a bad prize. So if you're interested in doing that, then pop onto iTunes or whichever app you are and leave me a review. And you know what? Leaving reviews is a really fabulous way for me to get seen more. I'm just building up my podcast. I'm hoping, fingers crossed, that we make a thousand downloads this month. That would be super, super exciting. And lastly, what else is going on? I am busy working on a four-part training series, and I'm super exciting about this. I'm putting loads of effort in and really trying to work out the bits that you need to know. And the four-part training series is called How to Lose Weight and Lead a Healthy Life. So it's about weight loss, but it's also about weight loss through healthy eating and just generally being more healthy. And the first video will come out in November the 6th. So I'll tell you how to sign up for that closer to the time. Okay, enough rambling, enough rambling. Let's get on with gratitude and the magic of gratitude. So here's my question. How often do you pause to appreciate what you have? And the answer for many people is not enough, not as often as you could do. And this, the reason for this is because, and I've mentioned this before, but that our brains are negatively wired. And we are really trained to look out for danger and to look out for negative things. And that's great when you're running away from tigers, but there is 
huge, huge benefits of being more positively wired. And one of the ways that we can do this, one of the really super powerful tools is gratitude. And it sounds like such a minor thing, but actually it can really start that upward spiral. I always talk about how you can get into a negative spiral of everything. So the way you think and your health and exercise, and you can spiral down as if you're going down the plug hole. And what you really want to be doing is spiraling up and using your thoughts and the way your life runs, all those habits that you have to spiral upwards. And one of the things that can really turn you from negative going down the plug hole to positive going up is gratitude and the way that our brain thinks. So if you take a step back and think, okay, why why should we bother with gratitude? What's in it for us? And I will tell you so many things are in it for you. Now, health. Health. There have been scientific studies that have looked at people with gratitude and shown that we are more likely to be healthy. It's good for our immune system. It's good for reducing stress. It just makes sense, doesn't it? It reduces stress. And remember, we've done a whole podcast on stress and how some stress can be negatively impacting our health. So things like blood pressure, if you're more grateful for things, it will reduce your blood pressure. And this goes back to that negative spiral. So it can really help our health and really help us be more healthy. It can also help us to have more self-worth and optimism. And this all leads into that elusive thing, emotion, happiness. Being grateful can really help you seek happiness. And not just accepting what is, but actually genuinely feeling happy. Here's a really interesting experiment that you can do. You can, and I think this is a really good way of showing us how we can be so negatively biased and think about, for example, my children. I always use my children as an example, my family, but you know, they can be screaming and shouting and generally creating lots of stress and emotion in my life. And I love my kids, but it does get a little bit tiring and they can be frustrating and sometimes overwhelming. And it's easy to hang on to all of those things rather than look at it in a different way and go, do you know what? I'm actually grateful for the fact that my children are screaming and shouting because it means all of my children are in good health. Children who are not in good health are in hospital. And recently we have a friend whose daughter sadly had a brain tumour and she spent the last year in hospital in Barcelona or going up and down from Barcelona. Now, happily, that girl is now back at school and is doing, you know, fabulously. But I'm really grateful that I didn't have to go through that experience and that my children are shouting and screaming and are in good health and not on a hospital bed. And this is just a training of how we think about things and how we notice things. So here's a little exercise that I want you to do. I want you to stop the podcast. Well, if you're driving, carry on. But if you're not driving, I want you to take a minute and have a look at wherever you're sat or walking and notice all the things that are yellow. Now, pause this and then time a minute. It doesn't have to be exactly a minute. And now come back and I want you to recite to me all the things that are red that you can see. 
interesting, yeah? What I want you to realize is that our brains are trained in one particular way to look at things in one particular way. So we're always looking for the yellow and not looking for the red. We're looking for the negative and not looking for the positive. And this is just habit. We can totally train our brains to focus on the positive. And that starts with gratitude. So here's the original question that I asked when we started talking about gratitude. How often do you pause to appreciate what you have? And we are so busy leading our lives and getting on with this job and that job that we don't take time to pause. So let's have a think about the things that we can be grateful for, the things that we just take for granted. Let's start by thinking about our bodies. Our bodies are amazing. Just there are so many things in our bodies that work. We don't have to think about it at all. Such a complicated, amazing machine. We can think about our eyes and being able to see. We can think about our ears and being able to hear. We can think about our taste buds and being able to taste and enjoy food and our skin and being able to touch things. What about our limbs and our hands, being able to walk, being able to manipulate things, write things? Last week, I took my mother-in-law to do some paperwork and she has been unwell over the last year. And this time last year, she could walk reasonably well. Now she has huge, great difficulties walking and getting in and out of the car was difficult for her. She's now in a wheelchair and seeing her really made me appreciate how grateful I am that I can do all of these things. I can walk my children to school and backwards. I can swim. I can kayak. I have the ability to do all of these things and I intend to look after my body as much as I can so I can carry on doing these things. What else can we be grateful for? Our hearts that just carry on beating without us having to think about it in any way whatsoever. Our lungs, all of those organs inside of us that are just busy working, doing their thing. Our brains, our brains are absolutely amazing. And we take our bodies for granted every single day. Now, it might be that you have not a perfectly working body. Your eyesight might not be great. Your hearing might not be great. But there are loads of things that your body can do. So even if your eyesight isn't great, and I myself now have to wear glasses, and this is a big change for me because I never used to have to wear glasses. I've had perfect eyesight up until now, and now I've got difficulties reading and I have to wear glasses to read. But I'm really grateful that I can see and that I have that amount of sight left better than people who can't see at all so that's absolutely amazing and I think just taking a moment to really appreciate our bodies and exactly what they do for them for us even if they aren't perfect is a huge step it's also a huge step towards self-love and going do you know what my body is amazing it helps me do so many things So our bodies and health is really one big thing that we can be grateful for. What about the relationships in our life? 
And I know, again, going back to my children, it can be so easy to be caught up in the negative things and the way children aren't perfect, particularly as we're trying to teach our children how to behave nicely. There are days when I feel like all I do is tell my children off and correct their behaviour and say, stop fighting with your sibling. And can you get your elbows off the table? And can you do this? And can you do that? And I try to do it in a fun way, but that doesn't always work. And sometimes it's just do this, do that, do this, do that. And that is important. I do have to teach my children how to behave nicely. I believe that's part of my job as a parent. But I also want to enjoy my children and appreciate them and look at the amazing things that we can do together and the times that we can have together and how this moment in time is such a quick, small moment in time. I cannot believe my children are now 11, 9, and my twins in a couple of weeks are going to be 7. And it feels like, well, it feels like a lifetime ago that my first child was born. But I remember them being babies and being so caught up in that moment and all the sleepless nights and the changing the nappies and the feeding them. And my entire life was looking after those children. And now my entire life is other things and also looking after those children. But in a few years' time, they will be leaving home. And that few years' time will fly by. And soon I will have no children here in my house, making a mess, not liking my food, fighting with each other. And I'll be thinking, oh my goodness, that time has gone. And it may not be perfect, but there are amazing things in that time. And my children are amazing. I tell you what, if you are feeling frustrated with your children, the best time to go and really focus on their amazing things is when they are asleep and they're angelic and you can look at them and go, oh my goodness, you are beautiful and you're not fighting and arguing with me. Now the same goes for all the relationships in our life. Our partners, our friends, our family. Yes, our partners, friends and family can be frustrating and annoying at times. But what would your life be like without them? And I think this is the crux of it. You really have to think and appreciate all the amazing things that those people give us. So many amazing things. What else can we be grateful for? We can be grateful for our circumstances. We have enough food to eat. We have a roof over our heads. We have enough clothes. We have the things that we want. We have the freedom Freedom is something that is really important. I don't normally talk about politics, but I live in Catalonia. And recently in Catalonia, we have been having political problems. There were some people who were arrested a couple of years ago and have been detained in prison for two years. And they were recently tried for, they've been found guilty of sedition. And they have been imprisoned to 9 to 13 years. Can you imagine nine to 13 years for expressing their political opinions. Now, it is slightly more complicated than that, but they didn't hurt anybody. And they have been put in prison for nine to 13 years. That's just amazing. I am super grateful that I have my freedom and that my children have both their parents here because they were just normal people like me. And they are now in prison for nine to 13 years. So freedom is something that is super important. So there are so many things that we can be grateful for when we actually take the time to stop and think about it. So how do we become grateful for things? 
Well, like everything, it's about creating a habit so that your brain just automatically thinks, wow, this is amazing, rather than jumps to, oh my goodness, another frustrating thing. And it's just about retraining. We're talking about habits at the moment. So there's a few podcasts that I have done about habits. There's one about how to create habits. And I always say it's not about discipline. It's about creating your life around the habit that you want to make it easy. And there are several things that you can do to create the habit of being grateful. So really easy things that you can do. You can wake up in the morning and just think of three things that you are grateful for. Super, super easy. And before you go to bed is another good time to do it. Now, you want the things to be different every single day, because if you just reel them off, your brain gets stuck in this rut and it isn't creative. It just goes, yep, I'm grateful for my kids, my house, my bed. And that isn't going to work. You really have to think about these things and think about something that you are grateful for, a specific thing, and make it different every single day. So wake up and think about things. I have to confess, my bed is normally on the top list when I am in bed. But we can think about more different things. I'm grateful for my feet, for walking. I'm grateful for my fingertips, for being able to write. I'm grateful for my son's smile. And the more specific you can get, the better. So instead of saying, I'm grateful for my husband, you can say, I'm grateful for my husband for bringing me a cup of coffee every single morning in bed, which he has done for the last 15 years, which adds up to an awful lot of cups of coffee. Well, I don't drink coffee in the morning or not first thing in the morning. He now brings me turmeric tea, which he says is an acquired taste. I love it. He does not. So that's one thing you can do is just thinking about things. You can also do journaling and journaling is a fabulous creative exercise. You can just write letters to yourself or to other people saying, I am grateful for this or I am grateful for you. One of the things that I am going to do this evening is write a few letters to people saying why I'm grateful to them. And then you know what? You can either send them or read them out to them and tell people that you're grateful for them. Whilst I'm talking about journaling, I wanted to mention that my children have been doing a really fabulous journaling exercise. I was lucky enough to be given a couple of journals by a lady called Vicky Peral. I hope I'm saying her name right. And she has created them for children. So one of the journals is just for children. So my 11-year-old has been journaling and it gives him journal prompts, gratitude journal prompts. And every single night he writes out a few things that he is grateful for or whatever the question is that he asks, that it asks him. And another one is called Grateful Together. And this is the one that I'm doing with my nine-year-old. And so it has a bit where the child can write and a bit where the adult can write and we just pass it between ourselves. So for example, yesterday's question was, what is your favourite vacation memory? Where did you go? Who were you with? What did you like about it? Now, without any breaking any secrets, my son said that his favourite holiday was when we went to Porto Ventura, which is a theme park near us. And we pass it and we put it under each other's pillows. So I will leave a link in the show notes to these journals, but I'm really, really enjoying them. And I think they're a really fabulous way to connect with your children and to help instill in them and yourself this habit of gratitude. Now, lastly, Another trick that I really like is just having a few triggers. So, for example, when I hear birds sing, I like to just pause for a moment and think, oh, I'm really grateful that that 
bird is singing right now. Can you imagine a world where there was no bird song? So I'm really grateful that that bird is singing. And little triggers like that during the day that just remind you to go, okay, I'm going to stop and be grateful. And another thing that you can use is a little token. So I used to have a little blue bead that I picked up off the floor once and I put it in my coat pocket. It's now been replaced by a little red dice. I don't know. I have kids. Why do these things happen to me? (laughs) And every time I put my hand in my jacket pocket, I feel that red dice or die, as we should correctly say. And I think about something that I'm grateful for. Even if that is just that moment, I'm grateful for being here, holding my children's hands as I walk them to school. So just little tokens that can remind you to be grateful. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I hope this has been useful. Remember that gratitude can really help you with so many things, with your health, your happiness, and it can really help you on that path to whatever you're trying to achieve. So it doesn't matter if you're trying to build a huge, great business or trying to lose weight or trying to be more healthy, whatever it is that you're trying to do. Being grateful is a fabulous first step because it's going to lead you to be have more energy. And once you have more energy, you can do more things. And it's that general spiral, that upward spiral that I like to talk about. Have a fabulous week. Remember to go and leave your review in order to try and win a coaching session. Won't that be exciting? I'd love to, to coach you. Have a fabulous day and I will see you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Fit and Fabulous. Remember to sign up for the free handout, Three Easy Steps to Weight Loss for Busy Mums. If you enjoyed today's podcast, I'd be super grateful if you could help me grow my podcast by telling a friend about it. Have a lovely day and see you next week. Bye-bye.